Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast where we talk all things that are most dear to the heart. I'm Bobby Houston, co-senior pastor of Hillsong Church and founder of the Color Sisterhood. I'm passionate about seeing all people find Jesus as Saviour and gain a revelation of their value in Him and then rise up to make a stand for justice in the earth. This is a place that you'll hear from me, the Color Sisterhood team and some of our beloved friends. To find out more and stay up to date, please visit bobbyhouston.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Well, hello. Here we are. Look, it's so, oh, Fiona, hi. Hello, everyone. It's um, so awesome you're in the right place. This is Sisterhood for today. Wow. It's so good to have you all coming on. Hello, hello. Say hello to someone in the little chat, all the heart emojis. It's so nice to be with you. Who loves Thursdays? I definitely do. Sisterhood was always Thursdays, was always that. Hello, Chris Jury. Nat Pingle. I probably won't say hello to everyone, but everyone. Oh, hi, Megan. Hello, Donna. Oh, Hannah Hobbs, you're a fave. Okay. Hey, um, just while everyone's coming on, I just feel like I need to do a little bit. I need to help everyone out because um, it's November. It's November of the year that feels like it's been going for five years already because so many days were the same. But it's also November of the year that we feel like never actually got off the ground. So I'm saying that to say I bought my first Christmas present yesterday or the day before. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Rose. Um, yeah, I bought my first Christmas present and I'm just saying that because I feel like Christmas is going to be here before we know it and maybe you want to start thinking about it because we're not going to have as many things reminding us of that. You know what I mean? Has anyone else bought Christmas presents yet? No, maybe. I know Catherine Thamboratnam has because she posted it. She inspired me and I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. And we probably need to be making, you know, special plans for Christmas because it's going to look a bit different. But it doesn't mean it's not going to be, you know, I feel like you're all talking to each other. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, Angela, thank you. You haven't given it a thought. And maybe you, maybe you will. Some people have already put their Christmas tree up. You've started thinking about it. Okay, awesome. Okay, so officially welcome to today. Um, <clears throat> Bobby asked me to take today and I was like, oh, yes, I would love to because I'm going to give you the backstory to what, what, um, what I really want to bring today and the plan for the day. And I actually want to give you the goal of the day. So I think recently, in recent times, um, you can't wait for Christmas, Nick. I know. Oh, thank you, Donna. <laughs> You're always a good listener. Okay, thanks, Rose. She's listening to. Anyway, so there's a lot that's been going on this year. And I think just from different conversations I've been having and things I've been reading, and I'm really noticing that the light's reflecting in my glasses, but I need them. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of um, things that people haven't been doing, and perhaps our world has been made a little bit smaller because of things like lockdown. And we are hearing a lot of voices talk to us without actually being able to engage in conversation with them. 
And I think a lot of compounding factors can um, have a blow to our confidence. So this morning, I really am praying that today is a confidence booster for you and for us and for other people. I've even called in the big guns today. We've got um, Kylie DeMorro, who everyone loves, and Mel Wade, who are going to be um, weighing in and bringing their gold too to the conversation. So before I get to that, um, I've just got a few things um, that I really want to share. I, you know, in Hebrews 10.35, it says, don't cast away your, confident, your confidence because it has great reward. And um, I think it's just a good question to ask ourselves, how is your confidence? Where is your confidence? What is your confidence in? I love this time of year. I love coming to the end of the year and reflecting and thinking about the year that is to come because um, it's incredible. I always, I always love making New Year's resolutions. I love thinking about the year ahead. And I just don't want this year to be tainted for us. I don't want us to lose our confident expectation in what can happen in the future and our hope because our hope is an anchor for our soul. So I've just got a few reminders to start us off. Are you good for that? I hope so. Um, a, good, a few good reminders from the Word of God. I think, I'm not trying to be all over the place, but seriously, how good was Sisterhood last week? We had Breast Cancer Awareness. It was such a beautiful morning with Bobby and then Cass shared some great points. Even in church across the weekend, we've been hearing, you know, from Pastor Brian about mental health and um, your mind and then Sanger on Sunday night. I think so much is pointing us to take responsibility for what goes on in our head and our heart. And I think everyone keeps pointing us to the Word of God and it's not just to read it. It's because the Word of God is foundational to our life. It's because the word of God frames our thoughts. It aligns our heart. It guides us in decision making. It guides us in our hopes for the future. So I just want to remind us, are you good for it? Look at all these beautiful comments. Um, we can have confidence. We can have confidence that he who began a good work in us is faithful to complete we can have confidence that we can smile at the future, like the Proverbs 31 woman. We can be confident that God works all things together for the good of those who love him and accord according to his purposes, like Romans 8, 28. Are you okay if I just keep speaking these words over us? We can be confident that we can cast all our cares on him because he cares for us. We can be confident that we can relax because everything's going to be okay like it says in Jude 1 to 2, 1 verse 2, not 1 to 2. Confident that we are his workmanship, created to do good works that he's planned. Confident that you can delight yourself in him and he'll give you the desires of your heart. We can be confident that the one who calls us is faithful and he will do it. We can be confident that he'll never leave us or forsake us. We can have confidence that he will keep us in perfect peace, who trust in him and whose thoughts are fixed on him. And we can be confident that his grace is sufficient. We can be confident that nothing we do for him is wasted. So I just want to ask us this morning, it's probably a good question, where is your confidence? Where is it? Is it in society? Is it in hopes and dreams for the future? Is your confidence in your own ability? 
Is your confidence in a dream? Is it in um, credentials? Is it in qualifications? Where is your confidence? Because so much of the word just shows us if we abide in him, he abides in us. And we can have a confident expectation of the future. So all of that to say, I don't think we can talk about confidence without talking awkward. Because quite often confidence will have us going out on a limb and quite often, often, that's a new word, quite often um, we can find that we can hit really awkward moments and we're like, oh man, I've just got to get out of this. How about you just pop in the chat your most awkward moment? Like, you know, when someone waves to you and you think it's to you and you like wave really enthusiastically back and then you work out they're actually waving to the person behind you. Yeah, that can be a little bit awkward. Or, <clears throat> okay, who does this one? You're out and you see someone who you know, but you're like, oh, they're not going to remember me. And then you're like, you don't know whether to say hello and you have, you, you catch eyes, but then you're like, no, they're not going to know me. So then you don't. That can be quite awkward. Um, <clears throat> I'm clearing my throat. What about um, when you just go bold, call someone by what you think their name is and refer to them four or five times in a conversation and then find out later that's not their name? These are all things that I have definitely done. Has anyone... Too many awkward moments to remember. That doesn't help me. I, I want to hear them. I want to know what your awkward moments are. Um, <clears throat> oh, this is a good one. You know when, um, when you're talking to someone and you, you don't hear them and you're like, oh, sorry, pardon, and then they say it again and you're like, oh, I just still didn't get that. So you're like, pardon, huh? And then they say it again and you're like, mm-hmm, and you just try and carry on the conversation like you heard what they said but you never actually heard it yeah did it recently I hear you I'm up there with it oh this is such a good one what what's that Bobby hugged Deb Choi thinking it was me <laughs> that's so funny Monica okay um okay what about this one uh, it's probably never happened to anyone here have you ever been stalking someone on social media and accidentally liked a post from like six years ago yeah that's all good okay anyway <laughs> when someone's surname can also be their first name a jury I think I called Chris J for like two years in my mind because J can be a girl's name too and I think I called J Chris so yeah they're interchangeable but anyway um yeah, so awkward moments, they're, they're the best. But I say that to say this, it legit happens to everyone. So if you find yourself in an awkward moment, don't feel like it's a disclaimer to get out of there. Just breathe deep, breathe through it. We'll all go there. We all go there. Awkward moments can happen to all of us. Um, in thinking about this year and um, how a bit crazy it's been, I was with someone recently and we were driving probably an hour away and because they hadn't done it for so long, they were so nervous in doing it. Are you like that too? These are things that I get nervous. I've gone from awkward to nervous moments. Nervous is like when you haven't driven in the city for like six months and then you get an invitation to go out to dinner and you're like, oh my gosh, city traffic, peak hour, 
parking, walking, finding somewhere I've never been, they're definitely things that can make me nervous. Anyway, all of that to say, awkward, nervous, happens to us all, but let's not let it steal us from taking incredible opportunities that are presented to us every day. And if we just grin and bear it and deal with the red rash on your neck or the, you know, the sweats or whatever, and um, we're all going to be good. So this morning, I have def what's this? Nat Pingle's sister introduced herself to Pastor Brian and said, hi, I'm Brian. <laughs> That's so good. Okay. All right. We're going to call in someone who I actually rarely ever find to be awkward or love. We all really do love her. I've never seen her in an awkward moment because I just feel she's such a confident person. Ah, there she is. Hello. Laura, you look like you're on a, a set design there. Well, I'm at Amy Cole's house and so her whole house is like a set design. Oh, do you like mine this morning? This is actually I, real. Yeah, very, very impressed. My uh, my walls are blank, so I'm glad I've come to Amy's house. <laughs> oh, you just need a fiddly fig. Not that I have one, but that's what you need to pop in the back. Anyway, hello. How are you? I am so good. I'm a bit disappointed with the weather today. I had a suntan yesterday. I got a little bit burnt, and today I am in a jumper. Well, it's probably good that you're covering up. Let your skin recover. But, it, I mean, how crazy. It's November and you're in a polo jumper. Yeah. I had a short sleeve blue shirt on and then just before I left home I thought, I am freezing. So I put the old faithful um, COVID jumper back on. I have worn oh. it probably every second day in winter. It's a COVID <laughs> special. <laughs> hey, hey, Kylie. You, um, I think, I, I don't know where, oh, have you an awkward moment? Yes, I of course have many awkward moments, as does everybody. I will share two briefly with you. Um, many years ago, I have learnt, the older I've gotten, that you never do this. Um, I went up to a friend that I hadn't seen for ages and I went, oh my gosh, you are pregnant again, congratulations. And as I've said that, I've put my hand on her tummy and I'm like, oh, no, that's not a pregnant belly. And so that was very, very awkward. And then another one that I thought of, which is a, um, was embarrassing and awkward. I, you're not going to believe this, Beck. You may not know this about me, but I used to play the flute. And I've been at Hillsong Church for many years. Have you got it with you today? Unfortunately, you know what? That would have been a great idea for me to get it out and play just a little bit of a serenade. I could have finished Sisterhood that way. Um, oh. But no, I don't. Um, Amy just said she doesn't have a flute here either, unfortunately. But I used to play the flute at Hillsong Church when we were at, um, like, before the Hill Centre. So I'm talking warehouse days years ago. Um Yes, so one day I was playing and then we got back up to do the last song before church finished and I was going down the stairs. It was about seven or eight stairs. Anyway, I fell from the top step right to the bottom, so that was embarrassing enough. But then when I got up, I'd split my skirt that I had on all the way up to my underwear and somebody else in the congregation had to say, oh, you need to put my jacket around your waist. I'm like, why? Because we can see your underwear. Very awkward. <laughs> I think that finished my flute playing days at church, actually. 
maybe we can revive. Maybe after this morning you'll have a confidence boost and you'll be ready to take that platform again. Maybe Yeah, that, that would be great. They might let me back up. <laughs> hey, um, okay, Harley, I, um, I've known you for a while. Like, you know, not since we were kids or anything, but for a while. And I think I've, um, one thing I have observed of you is probably what I would say is, is you have always come across as quite a confident, assured person. And I think the way that I see that the most is how well you can hold a conversation with anybody. I always think that's such a sign of someone who has confidence and I've seen you host guests from Hillsong Conference and I've seen you strike up conversations with a shop assistant. So it's, it, it, it just doesn't seem to matter to you who you talk to. You always seem to be able to hold yourself so well. So I just wonder um, what is it that you've done? Is, is confidence a decision for you or what is it what's a tip that you can give everyone that has really helped position you like that okay so sam actually always says to me i could talk to a telegraph pole because i wouldn't even notice that it didn't back to me so i'm not quite sure that that was a compliment but he frequently says it um so look confidence is absolutely something i had to work hard at when i was growing up you know i'm the oldest of eight children my mum you know, when you've got eight children, you've got your own party. So we didn't have friends over very often. We didn't actually gather with the outside world that often. We did go to a little church of which we were a third of the church. So um, confidence did not come easy to me. And then when I changed school at schools to go to high school, um, my overwhelming lack of confidence just really hit me and it affected me it really affected me I did struggle through all of infants and primary school I struggled with friends I struggled with just feeling accepted um and so in high school though I actually made a conscious decision to not be shy I think I there was one girl that was nice to me her name was Kylie so the first day she came up to me said oh my name's Kylie as well we need to be friends so that just that one statement and that one nice person to me actually gave me the confidence to think I am an okay person. I I am a likable person. So I need to act that way. And so through high school, I really worked hard at putting myself in awkward um, situations, putting myself in in groups that I wouldn't normally hang around with and learning to be confident. And so even my kids today would never believe that I was not a confident person, but it is something that I've had to work at and I've tried to instill into my children. Um, My daughter, Matisse, um, from a very early age, the first day at preschool, I was basically pulled up by the teacher to say that she has a learning disability and so it's been an ongoing, um, you know, it was an ongoing years of that. And um, the thing that I, I, I did all the right things, I tried to get her the right help and everything that she could get at school, but the thing that I worked the most on with her was her confidence. And again, when she changed schools in year seven, went to the parent teacher, you know, you know, when you you have to go and see the teachers on how they're going and every different teacher, I just said to them, look, your job is to keep her confidence intact. And every teacher, you know, just relaxed with the whole, oh, good. Thank you. You're not going to make me make her be a scholar. But um, to me, confidence is the biggest thing that I think we can take with us through every season of life. Yeah, definitely. 
Oh, it's just great to hear people's stories. I think, I think also what I'd love to know is being a pastor and from your life experience, can you talk into what confidence looks like through um, different seasons of life? Yes. Um, again, I really love this topic. And, you know, Beck and I have obviously talked before when she told me she was going to talk on confidence. So I've had some time to think about it. And um, I really mean it, that confidence is something that we can be robbed of our futures and our destiny. And I've seen it through pastoring, um, through the girls of sisterhood, just different seasons. And I think confidence isn't something that we can say, oh, well, she's a confident person, so it's okay for her. Because in every stage of life, we've had to fight to keep, you know, our confidence in different scenarios, in different, you know, ages. I mentioned my daughter. Um, so not only did I have to fight for my own confidence, I then had to fight for her confidence um, to encourage yeah. her constantly. And so I'm just going to read a verse from Joshua 1 verse 9. It's when um, Moses has just passed away. And so God has, is talking to Joshua, who was Moses' second in charge, and God's chosen to take the people into the promised land. And it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And you know what? As with everything in the Bible, we can apply that to ourselves. Do not be afraid or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He's not just with you once. He's not just with you in a once, oh, I'm going to be a confident person. He's with you in every single season. And I find that lack of confidence or self-esteem can rob us of God's mm. will for our life. Um, yeah. And so I'm just gonna, I've got a couple of examples of different people. Some of our Hills girls, I'm not going to mention any names, but you might know who you are. Like, so no one there are like their names terrified. on the chat. <laughs> but, you know, I feel it's so important to find your confidence in every season. It's not a one-stop shop. Um, yeah. And so firstly, I feel that we need to make small steps, small steps, not, right, I'm going to be a confident person because how do you do that? Well, we can take some small steps. And I've got a great example of a great girl in um, our Hills location. She recently had a baby. She ran our, she's got degrees, she's a nutritionist, an accountant, all these different things. So a confident person. She runs a sisterhood team for me on a Thursday. And then she had a baby. And as we know, that first baby can always be like, oh, my gosh, doesn't fit into my little boxes or I don't know what to do. And so we were picking her up to take her to a meeting or to a lunch or anything like that. And she just lived up the road from me. And so her first outing with her baby was when the baby was nine weeks old. And she was like, how can someone pick me up? We're like, no, you know, you can drive there yourself. And so we know when she got there, we were going to meet her at the front and bring her in, but she managed to do it all herself. And since then, she's been out, you know, nearly every day on her own. But the confidence that can be robbed from from letting you, like thinking it's too hard to take the baby in the car by myself, I need to wait for my husband or I need to wait for someone else to help me, it could actually rob you of your confidence. Because then as kids get older and you've got to go to a park and you've got three kids to take to school and then a park, if you never develop that confidence, and that's just one area of life, but developing that confidence, whether it's work or babies or social situations just take the baby bites the tiny little small steps and this girl now has no trouble taking a baby out in any situation but it was just that small step initially 
Number two that I think is important in building um, confidence is having good friends, good totally. Christian godly friends that can um, encourage you in your confidence. Uh, my sister was telling me this story actually and I love it because it actually says so much. My sister does work full-time but she works um, shift work and she's also a canteen mum. For all those mums who volunteer at the canteen school, the school yeah. canteen, she um, loved it and she made so many friends from that. And um, so anyway, in their group of friends, you know how when you take your kids to school, you suddenly learn all the friends that your kids are hanging out with and you have play dates and everything. And so she discovered all these good friends. Anyway, one of these friends, her last child had gone to school and she was at a bit of a loss with what to do, knew she needed to go back to work but just didn't have the confidence. And so my sister in that group said, look, we do canteen together. Why don't you do canteen? She didn't yeah. even have the confidence for that initially. So they kept on. I'm like, we're there. You get rostered on when we're on. So she started going to canteen. Um, but she was too scared to serve the kids. So she would just make sandwiches out the back. And she did that for about 18 months before her confidence was enough that she could then serve the kids. Um, you know, work out yeah. the change because they don't have the cash register or anything. And um, anyway, after about three years, she was confident enough to start applying for a job and she ended up with a job. Oh. And so without those friends, I felt like she would never have overcome that fear, that lack of confidence and being the person that she is today. I checked with my sister. She still has that same job and she's still working. So good friend. And that's she took small steps, but the good friends encouraged her. And finally, yeah. we have been put on this earth for a purpose. And right. there's purpose is multifaceted. The purpose is to be a good spouse if we're married, to be a good friend, to be a good mother, to be a good daughter, sibling, sister, whatever that looks like. But we have been put on this earth for a purpose. And another example I've got here is um, one of our amazing girls from our Hills campus. She's a shy lady which I, um, again, I feel God's done so much in her, I would not have known she was shy. But yeah. she, instead of being put in those awkward social situations where she didn't know what to do, she would just say yes to volunteering. So she put herself on a team. Then she's now heading that team because that person stepped down. It was supposed to be temporary. And then she also runs some connect groups for us here at Sisterhood and is an amazing pastoral care person, loves um, people. And just understanding, she, she said yes because she knew she wasn't just put on this earth to just be a nice person. She knew that she had greater purpose. She knew that she had a bigger destiny than just hiding by herself at home behind her husband and, and you know, um, acknowledging his achievements. And she today is an amazing backbone of our church. And yeah. so I just think if we just build our confidence by taking small steps, by having yeah. good friends around us and yeah. by believing that God has a bigger purpose for us. And I come back to that verse that I read initially um, from Joshua, about Joshua. Yeah. If he never understood that there was more for him than just his family or just his tribe even, that yeah. he would never have been able to lead the Israelites into the promised land. And so, girls, if I can encourage you to keep your confidence in every single season by taking those small steps, surround yourself with good friends and what better way to make friends than at sisterhood or at church and remember that you have a God-given destiny and purpose.
designed for your life. Amen. Oh, awesome. That was awesome. Thank you, Kylie. That's so great. I love what you shared. I've actually um, been reading Deuteronomy this year and noticed not just how much um, God puts courage into people like Joshua when he said to Joshua, um, be courageous, but he also told Moses over and over again, make sure you put courage into Joshua. So yeah. it's this great thing of being able to put courage into other people. Anyway, it all leads somewhere. But, hey, thank you. I brought out the big gun today. It's so nice to see you. It's so good for the girls to see you, and we love you, of course. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you out of the room. <laughs> we well, thank you, Beck, for having me. <laughs> Oh, you know, so welcome. It's not really my platform. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. But, um, yeah, it's awesome to see you. And I just think you are such an example of it. Just personally for your life, you've started business in the past. You've gone from business to pastoring, which is like um, getting whiplash. And it's such a different pace and so many different factors to consider. But um, I think you are so graceful what you do and you just – you're in your zone, so it's such a great example, I think, to see. And you empower people and believe in people, so we love you. Thank you. Thank you. And see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Remove Kylie. That's what it says. <laughs> oh, how good is she? She's so good. I love hearing real-life stories because we're all real-life girls and that's what sister, sisterhood is. Hey, um, I've got some great a great quote. Confidence comes... Not from always being right, but listen to this quote. Okay, you ready? It says, confidence comes not from always being right, but from not fearing to be wrong. And um, I think I love what confidence does in our lives because we're not after perfection. We just want to give things a go. We want to be in the room. I think um, the truth is, like, like um, Kylie pointed out with those stories, is that confidence puts you in the race. It sits you in the room. It helps you go for that job. It helps you um, tackle things in your life that need to be tackled. It helps you parent. It helps you go and start a new course or dare to dream that things are possible for you. Um, I, think, I think a great um, picture of what confidence is, is it helps us stay buoyant. It's like when a kayak falls in the water and it flips upside down and we can definitely feel like the world is upside down. But confidence helps you find the right way up and it helps you see things different. It helps you perceive things different. It helps position you differently. Um, how good is this quote? Okay, this one, you ready? Low self-esteem is like going through life with a handbrake on. I think, you know, there's so much in the word of God and in the community of believers and um, all those things that, that Kylie shared that can really help us take the handbrake off our life. We're not looking to be the main person in the room, but we are a person in the room. And I think what confidence does is it positions you to bring your value, not find your value from being in the room. It, um, it positions you to make great decisions. It puts you in the framework where you know you're a contributor. You're not a taker. You're not looking around 
for meaning and value because we found so much of that. We found our foundations in who Jesus is. So, um, um, yeah, so much of God, he takes us to us. I think um, in true sisterhood form, we um, quite often will, we, will le- we learn things for ourselves and there's so much gold to take away, but there's always that element of sisterhood that is outward. And I think if you, I was looking at um, 1 Corinthians 13 where it talks about what love is and it says, you know, if I, if I talked, if I had really clever speech, if, um, if I could declare God's word, if I gave everything I had to the poor, if my prayers literally moved mountains, all these things you think we could have confidence in, they're all like achievements and incredible things. If we have all that but we don't have love, we're nothing. And I think developing our confidence in actually loving people is a great leveler. I, I have seen so often the way Kylie positions herself in conversations and it's because she loves people. She's not trying to be anyone more important than she is. She already understands her value. And, um, but her love for people positions her. So the next person I'm going to get on is um, someone else who's particularly awesome. And can we just see how much I'm totally nailing this today without, you know, whatever. But um, I think she's about to pop on. Oh, my God. Ladies, it's Mel Wade. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I love seeing you. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when... um, when you came to college all those years oh, ago. Well, why? That was lovely. We used to hang out. <laughs> and, we did. Know. How have you yep. find, found how have you found this this morning so far? Oh, so good. So good. Kylie like spurted out so much gold. I'm like, yeah, maybe you don't need to have me on now, Beck. I feel like Kylie's oh, covered us. <laughs> Mel, Mel, we're just, you know, I, I thought of saying at the beginning and I forgot, but obviously we want this morning to be a real confidence booster because I think it's so important for our lives. But um, if we don't nail it, like we're pulling out all the stops, we're giving it everything. I've pulled in the big guns. But if we don't nail it, can you just take time today to do something to build confidence? Because, I, like, I even find if, if, there's, if I ever have um, someone who's fallen pregnant for the first time and they'll come to me and they go, oh, can you just tell them, give me some tips for motherhood? <laughs> Pretty much the number one thing I say to them is do anything you can to build your confidence. Because yeah. if you can be a confident mum, you're going to yeah. be a good mum. Yeah, totally. Anyway, um, are you well? Yes, I'm very well. I'm very well. <laughs> it's, uh, it's cold today. I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. Cold? But I'm yeah, good. I'm How are you? Are you good? Yeah, I am. I'm quite good. I guess this isn't FaceTime, so we probably need to move on because there's other people listening <laughs> to our conversation. <laughs> Having a little combo. Um, I did want to bring up the fact that probably back in the 90s, I lent you my orange polo neck Esprit jumper that had stripes, and then you went back to New Zealand and I just never got it back. But I don't, I need to really let that go because. This is probably the fourth time that you've brought this up in the last 20 years, Beck. I'm really sorry. I, I, 
I took your spray orange pollen neck jumper home to New Zealand. I remember it. And I'm going to buy you a new one. I'm going to buy you no, a new one. Looks much better. <laughs> Definitely. Anyway, that aside, I just thought it would be quite funny. Mel? Yes. <laughs> Melanie, I remember oh. when you came to college and um, – Everyone wanted to be friends with you. <laughs> you. No, truly, because you're so fun and lovely and kind, you know. So we were like, oh, Mel. But I have to say, I did notice that you probably lacked a bit of confidence. Yeah, I certainly did. And so I... as a young person, talk to me about your confidence levels. Look, I mean, people look at me now and think, wow, she can talk to anyone, get up, say stuff, all that stuff. But that was actually never me. I was never like that. All through high school, through primary school, I think every single school report, and I actually tried to find one, but I couldn't, said Mel lacks confidence. If only she had confidence, she could achieve more or do more or whatever. And it, and it was so true. I never had enough confidence to do anything and I like I knew I could play sport so I would give that a go but then even then I was nervous to try out I just confidence was just something that I really really lacked as a young person and it took me a lot to be able to come out of my shell even to move from New Zealand go to come to Australia go to Bible college I mean I left home and left country on the same day and you know, I was nervous. And that's why when I first did come and meet you guys, I there was this, it, it's almost like, it's easy to kind of mask being not being confident by being funny or being silly or, or uh, you know, overcompensating in different areas when actually underneath it all you're freaking out. Or you go home and are like, I can't believe I said that. I can't, you know, and you really can be really down on yourself. But, yeah. um, but I learnt. I learned to become confident and I think I learned by watching other people and yeah. uh, and also you know one thing I was thinking as well as you talked before about um we don't need to be perfect it's not about being perfect it's not being you know it's not about being this amazing wahoo but it's actually I felt like I learned as well from people's failure and watching people fall over yeah. and then get back up again and saying yes. and saying okay you know what actually if I fall over and I am not that great and and something happens I'm awkward you know yes. I say the wrong thing I do the wrong thing or whatever it is but if they get back up and they come back again the next day and keep going like that for yes. me that was massive because I'm like no it doesn't put you out of the race it just it means you just no. get back up and you try again and keep going and keep going. And even if you look like a fool or the day before, like me, you had stuff in the dryer and, you know, when it comes out, all staticky and then there's like a pair of kids' undies stuck to your <laughs> jumper um, and you're walking through the mall and you see one of those moms at school that looks yep. really perfect and awesome all the time and she's like, yeah, you've got Violet's undies stuck to your jumper and you're like, yeah thanks <laughs> like but like just okay all right stupid things happen bad things happen get back up suck it up deep breaths let's go again let's go again you know and i i think for me 
that's how I kind of got, I overcame by just, you know, sucking it up and keep going, I guess. I don't know. Oh, no, I think you've done amazing. And I, I love that you make it so practical in every day. <laughs> but I have to say, um, now you are in a position where you are facilitating the Shine course in high schools for yeah. younger girls. Yep. Yeah. And I guess I'd just love to hear the difference it makes for someone going through a course like that and having people believing them and the role that this can play in building a young girl's confidence. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Shine course, I wrote it down so I didn't get it wrong, but oh, um, it's helping girls, <laughs> helping girls find who they are and the person they want to be. And I think that they can come into Shine, like to pure example, yesterday we had a girl that came in um, and she just did honestly not want to say a word. She didn't even want to be there. There's some lots of issues going on and she her teacher said she doesn't speak a lot. She doesn't say anything. She was already crying before she came into class. So confidence is literally, oh, yep. I don't know what happened. Oh, sorry. Um, um, yeah, and so she, I felt like, you know, it's just all about, like Kylie talked about the small steps. And I think if you are going to be someone that wants to help install confidence into people, especially young people, it is just the small steps. And just say, like with this little girl, she was crying, didn't want to come into class. So I just was like, hi, like just get on her level, say hi. I told her I had lollies and food. I said, come in, it's going to be fine. You can just sit there. You don't have to do anything. Like just like trying to be, um, just kind and nice and make people feel like they can be comfortable in who they are and not expect anything out of her. Like we played a game. She didn't have to play the game. We didn't have to do any of that kind of stuff. She just needed to come and be herself. And um, one thing I think with young people as well at the, in this day and age, and it's something that I never actually had to deal with, and I feel like if I had to deal with it, I don't know if I would have come out the other side very well. But social media... And mm. the whole comparing ourselves. I know even as an adult myself, I can go through social media and be like, oh, I can't believe they did that. They look so great. Oh, I've got 500 extra COVID kilos. Everyone else is skinny. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but, you, you know, just whatever it is. And you can compare yourself. And I think as a, tw a 13, 14, 15-year-old brain that hasn't quite matured enough to understand that maybe that's not real life or that's not your life, everybody's very different. It, yeah. It's helping us to understand and helping those girls to understand that comparison does not um, help in our no. confidence at all. And right. if, it's, if, if we're on social media or if we're on whatever we're on, like, saying to the girls, some of my girls, I'm like, you just need to not actually go on it or only follow people that you know that you feel like you're not judged by or you're not going to judge them. And yeah. um, because I think that, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's the world is a little bit upside down and we need to make sure that our confidence comes from the right place and not yeah. from comparing and, you know. So... Yeah, I think one other thought that I had is that, um, and with you know, with people that don't feel confident, especially like with some of our shine girls, I think that it's quite a it's a really good thing to get young people to find something that they are good at, or that yeah. they can do, 
or like in the classes, like if there's a girl that doesn't know confidence, then give her a really small job, like handing out the stickers, putting the food in the thing so that they have their own little spot where they can feel confident in. And then like Kylie said, those small steps, Oh, yeah. I, I can put out the food today. I'll help Mel do that. Or I'll, you know, even just bringing the box and talking to me, like yeah. just something. And then confidence grows, 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 you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And what kind of difference, I mean, just quickly, but what kind of difference have you seen in someone's life from the way they came in to the way they finished? Yeah. So, um, one of the classes that we do is at um, a high school out in Mount Druitt and um, we do it with the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander girls. And, you know, they've there's been some girls that have come in and they leave their backpacks on and they'll sit on the couch and they won't even speak to me. And oh. we've gone from not even speaking to me, um, just, but, but really listening. You know, that kind of like, oh, oh, you're not cool. I don't even want to listen to this class, but actually listening. And so we had a girl that came in just not long ago who is actually an amazing artist and she didn't want to do anything. And she, one day she came in and she had drawn all over her hand. You know how you can do that? Um, uh, I forget what it's called, but, you know, art on her hand. And it was so amazing. And just, I just know every week just noticing something little, like, that's amazing. You're actually really creative and just small things not being really loud and letting everybody hear but just quiet you that's really amazing blah 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 you know just every week saying something and then to from her sitting on the couch backpack on can't wait for the bell to ring just coming sitting next to me yeah. cutting out the pictures doing all the stuff talking to me just because of just noticing the small things and i think yeah. with our friends with people around us, it's really important just to praise the small things that you see and something that someone can do, you know, like just loving, not judging, being like no judgment. Like people, you don't know what people have been through before you see them yeah. and they may come in and look like they're like all full of confidence and amazing, but actually yeah. behind it all, they've had the worst day ever. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's amazing, Mel. I love that you are in that space because I think you are totally gifted and graced for it. You're very disarming and very empowering and and people would believe that they're lovable because of the way you treat them. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Stay with oh. me. We're not going to an ad break. Hi, Bobby. Okay. Say hello. Um, I'm just going to wrap it up. I've got a verse that I want to leave everyone with. And hopefully this morning, you know, we have stoked your desire for confidence, knowing that it's not something, um, it's not a self-confidence. It's not like a, I'm awesome, but it's a confidence that you can position yourself, that you can speak and be heard, that you can contribute to a relationship, that you are valuable that you, um, that there is a hope for us, there's, there's a future for us. And I think really coming out of this, I just really wanted us to look into 2021 with a confident expectation. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the word uncertainty has probably been overused this year, 
but it just made me think there's so much in my life that's uncertain. I didn't know what uni was going to be like. I didn't know what parenting was going to be like. I didn't know what starting a new job was going to be like. I don't know. There's so many things that we don't know, but we can hold fast and be confident that God has gone before us, that he is with us, that he has equipped us and enabled us, that he's given the tools that we need um, for all these different things. Anyway, so I really hope this has blessed people this morning. I just want to leave you. There's this great Psalm, Psalm 16, and it says, because you are close to me and always available, my confidence will never be shaken. Mm. It says, because you are close to me and always available, my confidence will never be shaken. And sometimes it can feel like our confidence is shaken. That's okay. And sometimes we can feel like it's being buried. It's all right. But how Mm. about we pull it out, we shake it off, pass it off, and we put it back on and we let it be the filter that we process things through. And then I think um, even from the conversations today and the stories that you've heard, I hope you're encouraged. And not just to know you can have confidence for your life, but we actually... um, infuse confidence into the lives of the people around us by the way we conduct our and it's an incredible example um and it's so reassuring and people need reassurance so yeah um what did i say here our confidence is in the fact that no matter what happens he's with us and his wraparound presence is with us every time oh that's right because the second part says Um, Because you are close to me and always available, my confidence will never be shaken for I experience your wraparound presence every time. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, um, Mel, thank you. Do you want to pray for everyone? Sure. Oh, let's go. Father, I thank you uh, for your goodness and your grace and your mercy, Father. And I just pray today, God, that people will be able to walk out of this um, sisterhood that we've just had, God, with their shoulders back, knowing, God, that they can be confident in you, Father. And I pray that they will know your wraparound love around them, Father. And I pray, God, that whatever situation we find ourselves in the next day and the next hour, whatever we're doing, God, that we will put our confidence in you and know that your thoughts and your ways are higher than ours, God. And we love you, Jesus, and we um, honour you today, God. And I just thank you that, man, we wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't without you, Jesus. So we love you, God. Amen. 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 Okay, thanks, Mel. Thank you, girls. Go and have an awesome day and we'll see you well across the weekend and next week and everywhere. (laughs) Be blessed. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you have found it encouraging and uplifting and helpful. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes to make sure you get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're released. And if you have time, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me in the review or comments section. I look forward to being with you again next time.